What a wonderful announcement on, on their expansion. And I think early on, even from 2016, they realized a real strong need to probably, you know, get bigger at some particular point. So this is, this is an exciting expansion for them. Uh, and it's really part of that, uh, as you are reimagining the Civic Commons and all the work that's going to be going on in Lock 3. It's an exciting announcement about what the Children's Museum does bring for downtown and you know, how great of a venue it is for kids. And so I, I encourage everybody, you know, parents and grandparents and uh, to get down there and take a look at the Children's Museum. It's a wonderful place for kids. Yeah, it's going to be up to 13,000 square feet when this whole thing is done. And uh, we talked to Tracy Buckner on the show yesterday morning and the excitement there. So, yeah, once this whole thing gets on, she said hopefully by fall with it. Yeah, oh, oh, she does a wonderful job. Too. Oh, She's really a great leader of the organization. Terrific person for sure. Akron Mayor with us, uh, Dan Horrigan here on WAKR. Dan, let's talk about the task force you're putting together for these EV charging stations. And I love the idea of you getting ahead of this because this is really going to explode here in the next year or two. And the key with the EVs are the charging stations. And also, I think it's a real key when you talk about shopping and people staying in your city. The more that these will be available, the more that they're going to stay. So talk a little bit about this. Yeah, well, yeah, and, and, and another, I think, very exciting program. Into, and, and we've heard from a number, you know, our, 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 my first thought was, you know, what's the market for electric cars right now? And how do we, you know, where should they be best located? And so we're partnering with a number of organizations, you know, obviously First, Gen, First Energy and, and some public right away. And what's the best, um, where's the best location for them? What do we want them to do? Is it a normal type of, um, you know, now when you go put gas in your car, you're, you know, you're pretty much going to a gas station and it's fairly quick. Um, are you know what's the time frame for an electric charge? What can people do at the same time while they're waiting for a charging station? What about parking decks? A lot of those different questions, and uh, I think it's an exciting endeavor to to be able to expand that market to give people other options. And whether it's living downtown or across neighborhoods where you have those electric charging stations, um, we'll be able to roll out a plan. And, and that's the task force job is to give recommendations about where they best should be. And really have them, quite frankly, you know, kind of all over the city so people have an option to be able to charge the car, whether it's at Summit Lake, whether it's on Coggle Falls Avenue, Copley Road, having a real good market saturation for the charging for electric cars. And so a number of cities are doing this across the country, and, and some are obviously a little bit ahead because they're market for electric cars and they have much more. But we've heard from a number of, you know, car owners that, you know, have electric and would like that option to be able to do that. And so it's another one of those endeavors, I think, to make the city um, that much better. It's coming sooner than later. As a matter of fact, I was reading that, you know, Tesla puts that plan in place where they try to have their charging stations at shopping developments around the countries on major highways. That's part of their plan. We're talking about our city's plan. And you're right, Dan, there's endless opportunities for these charging stations to be put at the right locations throughout the city. And that's the endeavor too, is to is to make it convenient because it, is it is it a normal process to to where, like I said, most people you pull in a gas station, maybe you go in and get a cup of coffee or something else, and it's really fairly quick, you know, on the time frame for an electric charge, whether it's a quick charge or not. Um, do you have some time to do something else? And so it is about convenience, it is about location, and it's really a retail endeavor. And we're ho hoping to partner, you know, with a number of people to be able to put those all over the city, so people do have that option. Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan with us here at 93.5-1590 WAK. Okay, let's talk about skilled labor getting into Ohio in Akron. You, many other mayors, getting together, leading the charge on this endeavor. 
Yeah, and and when you look at, and we just had a really good conversation yesterday with Team Neo and Jobs Ohio in, in a number of groups. When you look at some of the, I think, bigger developments that have come across Ohio, um, even with the Ford uh, EV charging plant and Intel, you know, one to the north and one to the south, and and. When it comes to workforce development, and we have a number of universities, you know, even even our great one in University of Akron, that's that is a key to workforce development. How do we keeping our college graduates, um, our Stark State graduates, high school graduates? How are we keeping them here? Um, and what is that? You know, what what are the skills that they need? And so it's really a partnership on all around that. Obviously, to make sure people have that economic opportunity when it comes to skilled labor, and what are the demand for the particular type of jobs that are out there? And so, to me, it's a you know, it really is a consortium of groups that are saying, hey, this is the skills that we need, and that's from the market side. And then, you know, what is what is our role in the making sure that people are getting into those programs so they can take those really good-paying jobs that stay right here, either in Akron, in the region, or in the state of Ohio. You know, taking that to the next level, uh, Mayor, I talk with uh, Christina Rogner, uh, certainly uh, state senator last week about Senate Bill 131, about getting that taken down as far as skilled labor coming into the state without needing to redo their license in Ohio. These are small steps, I think, opening up the doors. Only two other states in the country have done that, and that's Pennsylvania and Arizona. But these are the steps that working together can keep that skilled labor here or even attract it. Yeah, and that's reducing some of those barriers. And sometimes it's a, e- either a state requirement or a local requirement. Why, th- why can't they be the same? And so I think it's just working through some of that, you know, administrative part to make sure that those skills are transferable from one area to another. Because if you do have a skill, obviously, if you just take attorneys, you know, obviously you need to be licensed to practice in another state. You know, one of those things that kind of make it easier to be able to do that and not, not to, not to, it's not attorneys, I guess, that we're talking about when it comes to skilled labor, but that transfer of that labor to be able to do that and just to make it easier uh, on that certification part so they can have, you know, do that skill right here in Ohio with those available jobs. With us is Akron Mayor Dan Horrigan, 93.5, 1590 WA and Then, Dan, I thought we'd wrap it up this morning, maybe reflect a little bit on this tragedy at the I Promise School. There was a, a violent act. There was a fight. And unfortunately, we lost a teenager in this action. And, and I you know, to his parents and his family and people that he went to church with and school with, you know, my condolences, you know, on behalf of the city and the family. It, it's it, There's a level of violence out there that we've seen across the country, and not, not just, you know, in the last week. It, it has been troubling over the last couple of years, which is exactly why we've been trying to put a lot more resources into youth opportunity. And we work very closely with, you know, a number of nonprofit organizations that do a lot of things when it comes to job opportunity, when it comes to mentorship, when it comes to counseling, um, almost anything that a, that, a, that a kid would need for another opportunity. And it is, you know, it's a, it, was, it was a senseless act of violence, and, and that's the, the troubling part when you talk about that. And, you know, I, I would reiterate what the chief said yesterday, anybody with information to please come forward to be able to um, get these perpetrators to justice, and, and we will continue to put more resources into those programs to make sure that kids have an opportunity to, to, to not engage in that. And it really is about, you know, a conversation, you know, as we talk to high school seniors and juniors, you know, what are their plans to do something next? And, you know, it's a community-wide effort, too. It's not just necessarily led by the mayor's office, but, you know, there's a role for a number of nonprofits and the Akron Public Schools, which do a wonderful job. But my heart just breaks for this community and, and, and that young man's family.